Welcome to the battleground with J.D. Hall and Bryce Shaddy, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Network's debate show with Bryce Shaddy and JD Hall. I'm your moderator, Zach Griffith. I'm going to give it up to JD here for the intros. So, coming out of his shell since being completely obliterated by um, his belief up in the Clippers in the red corner. Trying to make his way back on a redemption tour. The man, the myth, the legend. The one who always give one above six, which is seven. Yes, I deliver every day. Not the Paul George way. J.D. Hall. And in the other corner. Sometimes I hate him. Most times I love him. Sometimes I want to hug him. Most times I want to shovel my main man, the beast from the east, the Ohio buck. I, the man who puts forever and ever into ever in true fan relations. Bright shoddy. Give my man a round of applause. Yes. Thank you, JD. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back on with you, brother. Um, I missed you. Same, man. It's crazy. Like, in a couple like, weeks. Yeah. I know, and I've been stuck with – it's been bad, man. It's been so bad. Have y'all seen – like, listen, man. Why has it been bad? Have you been watching sports, man? Well, it's been bad like, for you. It, it has not been going my way. The Bears got their ass kicked. Just hey, hey, Yeah, hey, they hey, did. Yeah, hey. they did. Hey, hey. Yeet. <laughs> we still ain't got a quarterback now. What How does it feel? Y'all, How does it I've feel been... getting your ass kicked by a team with no fans? Hey, look, I'm gonna I'm just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just be honest. Like before that loss, you know, they they had us at the top of the division. I was feeling like, yeah, man, this this could be one. And then I realized the very next game. Who our quarterbacks are? Like, you that long? No, listen, 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 <laughs> listen to how bad this is. Two games in, we begging for uh, foes. Two games afterwards, they begging for Mitch. I said, damn. <laughs> hey JD, hey JD, let where me, do let we me throw, win? Hey, let me throw something out at you here. So. Uh, the Bears have the 27th and the 30th ranked quarterback in the league as far as stats go. Mm-hmm. Would you like to take a stab at which, which is 27 and which is 30? Oh, no. I know for a fact Mr. Biscay is 27th. <laughs> He's right. How? Zach, Zach, how do you feel about that? How's that possible? That's the thing. <laughs> it got worse. That's an indictment it on. It got worse. Oh, my God. Listen. That's an indictment 
a lot of people right there. Listen, you know how uh, hard it is for the for the defense to score. Our defense had more points than our offense this past game, bro. Like, listen, this is the kind of stuff I go through season after season. <laughs> JD, JD, do you miss Jay Cutler? No. No. <laughs> listen, if I'm going to miss any quarterback – don't say it. It's not Rex Grossman. It's okay. not Rex Grossman. Right. Okay. Right. It's, it's Kyle be, Orton. Kyle Orton. I was gonna say it's gotta be Kyle Orton. It's Kyle Orton. Like every oh my gosh, we're so bad. <laughs> like I'm telling you, like I, I literally go to therapy for all my Chicago teams. Hey, and, you guys are five and two. Bryce and I can tell you about five and two starts. They're very misleading. <laughs> They're very misleading. Very. We were five and two last year. Look what happened. We won two more games. You don't got to tell me. Have y'all seen our quarterbacks? Yes. We Indeed. don't care because of them. That's a loose term in this case, quarterbacks. Man. We're going to talk about some good quarterbacks tonight, though. Oh, praise oh, yeah. the Lord. Oh, yeah, we are. Let's get out of uh, Frown Town, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Let's tired dive of being in. miserable. Let's dive in here. Perhaps the biggest news in the NFL this week. Perhaps. Antonio Brown signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl contender. Fair to say? Super Bowl contender? Yeah, the way Brady's playing right now, yeah, 100%. Definitely, definitely. They got to be. So, AB signs a one-year deal with Tampa worth seven hundred fifty grand. Say max. Antonio Brown. Say Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. With respect to Alex Burr, Antonio Brown. <laughs> Max salary of two and a half million. Max salary of two and a half million. He only gets the max though, if the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl and he achieves his per game production averages while appearing in every game from here on out. What are the odds of that? It, he won't get the max. But why? Because they he won't play it every game, Bowl. or okay. All right. It's a chance they play in uh he he play in every game. But if they won't win. Yeah, we'll get to ball. that. We'll get to that. Uh he will make his first appearance in week nine against the Saints. It'll come after his eight game suspension, so that'll be a good game. Great uh, game. Hasn't played since week two of last season with the Patriots. In that game he had four catches, fifty six yards, and a touchdown with Tom Brady as his quarterback. It was his only game with the Patriots. Uh, stats from 2013 to 2018 with the Steelers. Mind-boggling stats. 686 catches, 9,145 yards, 67 touchdowns, 13.4 yards per catch. And uh, Bruce Arians, the coach of the Buccaneers, said in the offseason that Brown was not a fit for the team and says there will be a problem if he complains about not getting enough touches. Bryce Shaddy, does out does Antonio Brown fit with the Tampa Bay offense? Well, I think any wide receiver would fit with that Tampa Bay offense. I mean, there's a couple reasons why. One, Bruce Arians is a great offensive mind in the league. Uh, I mean, secondly, I mean, Tom Brady throws literally to anyone. I mean, look what he did in New England, Zach. I mean, who was he throwing to? I mean, he made Judy, Julian Edelman relevant. He made Cordero Danny Patterson. Amendola. Cordero Patterson. He was thrown I mean, to Cordero Patterson. <laughs> I mean, he, he made certain receivers relevant, you know? J, so, I mean, JD is, knows about Cordero Patterson. 
Yeah, he does. <laughs> and Steve Levy's <laughs> words, a very exciting player to watch. Leave Chicago out of this. Who's that, Bryce? Uh, Steve Levy. <laughs> says most exciting or very exciting player to watch i was laughing out loud when he said that. uh that's bad but anyway i mean the the thing about it is, so tom brady in this offense um chris godwin was out uh for the for quite a few weeks at the beginning of the season mike evans was his go-to guy in the red zone touchdown magnet yeah but other than other than mike evans in the red zone and catching touchdowns he really wouldn't look his way he's looking at these other guys that you've never really heard of, like Scotty Miller. Never heard of Scotty Miller before until this season, right? He's throwing to Cameron Brait, a, a tight end that's bounced around the league. Right. He's throwing to Tyler Johnson, a rookie, like some seventh, sixth or seventh round pick. I mean, he's throwing to guys that – he's still throwing to guys that you've never heard of, even though he has all these weapons. So, I mean, when he had Antonio Brown for that one game in New England, he found him four times, threw him a touchdown. I think – I think he's going to throw to to Antonio Brown more. Um, I would like him to see to get Mike Evans more involved and Chris Godwin when he comes back. I mean, that's a three headed monster uh, that I mean, among the best in the league, in my opinion. Definitely. So, yeah. Yep. I, I just get those guys more involved. I, you don't need to throw to these random people anymore. You don't have to. You can literally toss it up there for Mike Evans. And he's going to come down with the ball. Now, Mike Evans has, has not been healthy all season. He's uh, Bruce Arians said it last or after the game last week. Mike Evans is about eighty percent ankle. See, Chris, I believe, right? Ankle. Yep, sprained ankle. Uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, he broke his one of his fingers. He's going to be out for this coming week against the Giants. So you you know you're hoping he gets back healthy. But Tampa Bay has enough guys to cover that up until they get there. Yeah. I think they're going to be right there at the end of it. It's hard right now to pick anyone over Tampa Bay. I mean, you could say Green Bay, but at the end of the day, it's going to be whose defense is better. And right now, right now, Tampa. I think Tampa's defense is much better because they're playing with the lead and they can pin their ears back and just go attack. So, no, I think this will be good. I think he, I think he fits. I've seen, what, I've seen what happened when Green Bay went against Tampa. Ain't ain't happy when my guys did it, but I seen what happened when Green Bay went against them. All right, all right. Thought we were leaving Chicago out of this. JD. Hey, I'm sorry. I <laughs> I heard Green Bay and I had hey, to take a dick. Hey, stay on topic now. My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> JD, does Antonio Brown fit in this offense? Definitely. I mean, when you think about it, it's Tom Brady at quarterback. <laughs> Right. How many how many names have he given out? I I didn't hear about Julian Edelman before Tom Brady. Yeah. Um he before Wes Welker became Wes Welker. I didn't hear about him before Tom Brady. It's a lot of guys. The 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 one guy I knew was a superstar without Tom Brady. Was Randy Moss? Randy Moss, baby. Yep. Tom, you you talk about AB? That that'll be the next best thing, just because he's established without Tom Brady. Now, Mike Evans definitely a dog. Uh, I, I would love to see him healthy. That way, Brady could put it down the field for him. He gonna leap over ninety two percent of the people who who's supposed to defend them out there. And we know what A.B. does. 
the biggest thing is AB being able to play. As long as he on the field, he's a fit. I think he'll fit wherever he go. It's AB. It's not like we're talking about uh, – you keep bringing his name up. It's not like he's talking about Patterson here. <laughs> I, and the crazy part is I'm crazy about him. I'm crazy about him. Y'all know that. But Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. <laughs> but listen. Tough. tough. It's A.B. Like Patterson, yeah, you can make a name, but it's A.B. I mean, sorry, sorry. It's Antonio Brown. You don't find that kind of talent everywhere and who can produce. He actually has a quarterback. I mean, don't get me wrong now. He put up those numbers with Big Ben. Yeah. He definitely going to have some success with Brady. In one one game, in one game, we've seen what he did. I, I I don't see one one hiccup they have honestly. So Bryce, we all know the production with Antonio Brown is not the problem. It's can he stay on the field? Can he not make problems in the locker room? So the next question will go to you: Will Antonio Brown finish the season out? Yeah. I, I hope I'm right about this too. Like, yeah, I think he will finish the season because one, Tom Brady's going to keep him in check. I think, I think Arians has, has Arians has also set the precedent as well saying if, if he has any complaints, there's going to be problems and he will not be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer period. So he's already been forewarned. Antonio Brown has been forewarned. You do anything. I will cut you. And this could, be, this could be A.B.'s last chance. Let's be honest. Right. It very well could be. But I think Brady will keep him in check. I think, I, you know, I, I don't expect, I mean, I don't know. But I don't expect A.B. to have like this, you know, or Antonio Brown to have this breakout game and week nine against the Saints. I don't, you know, maybe they'll usher him in a little bit. I think Bruce Arians is going to kind of toy with him. You know, I think, I think he's going to put him in and he's going to take him right back out. Like, you know, even if Antonio Brown catches a 50-yard bomb, it's, all right, you're off field for this play. You're not in this package. Sorry. Yeah, I could, I could see it. it. Just just keep him in check. You know, so and, – and, and just test him. See what he does. See what Antonio does. See if, see if it comes back to Bruce Arians. And see if something comes back down the grape uh, – through the grapevine. But, no, I think he'll finish the season. I, th- I think it'll be just fine. I, I, I really do. But, yeah, I think it's, it could be Antonio Brown's last chance. Uh, so this will be interesting. Mr. Hall. Completely agree. I don't think no other team would have bid on them outside of um, possibly Seattle. and uh, Seattle and Baltimore were rumored. And, ba- and Baltimore. Those, those are the only other teams. And the thing is, he got his connections. We talked about it earlier before about his connections with Baltimore. With Seattle, they just wanted another guy. Like with they they if you add in A B with them, they could have the three headed monster. Yeah. Like he's that he's that kind of guy and when you add him on the team with these kind of things, it, it just takes them up another level. But I think I think he knows this may be his last opportunity because if you mess up here, 
would those other teams still bite on you? No. You you just you just pretty much went a, a full season last season full of turmoil that got you suspended that that pretty much right. y- your whole life turned upside down just based off of you not not being able to be a professional and if you can't do it right now well you already missed half a season if you'd mess up right now and you only got half a season left in the playoffs, you won't get opportunity again. I don't see it. Uh, maybe in Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Arena? XFL? Nah, I think they'll try to hurt them. In the XFL? Yeah. Either, either, either or. I think they'll try to – they'll put a target on them. Go, just looking to go after them to the point where it'll be too too many bad uh, press releases for those organizations and leagues. I don't think that'll happen in Canada. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, let's just let's just be honest here. That's a fun take. There's a there's a decent chance he doesn't finish the season out. I mean, you have to look at what he's done the past couple of years. Look how look how it ended with Pittsburgh. Terrible. It's, it's better than being in Dallas right now. Well, everything's better. I'd rather be anywhere than Dallas right now. But uh, you got to look at how it ended with the Steelers. It ended horribly. It ended horribly. It ended horribly with Oakland. It ended as soon as it began with Oakland, pretty much. And That's then, unfortunate, uh, too. Right. And then it ended terribly with New England. So, you know, I think it could have worked out in New England if uh, his personal – matters didn't interfere but uh i just i don't know it's a it's a low risk high reward move by tampa and uh it brings me to our next question jd we'll stay we'll stay with you do you think antonio brown can still produce at a high level absolutely um, he working out nonstop. It's not like we getting him after a horrific injury we not getting him after like, yeah, he took some time off, but we seen what he did in the one game he played last season. And he's still active. He's very active. He's not taking time away from training or playing at all. Like, we all know the best the best form of conditioning is actually being in the actual game, but he's still doing the things necessary to be in top shape for when he gets the opportunity. So I definitely – I definitely think he can produce at a high level. Only problem I think he may have is is Arians going to let him loose. If he let him loose, I think that Tampa Bay, I hate to say this, I think that they could uh, get to the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. Uh, Heck, yeah, he can produce at a high level. I mean, I still think he's in – like peak physical condition, right? Like, I mean, it's not like the guy's old or washed. Yeah, he's you know? th- he's thirty two, right? The guy the guy can still play. He takes care of his body. I mean, he had the 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 cryotherapy issue when he was in Oakland. Uh, you know, basically frying his feet or freezing his feet off, essentially. Um, but I mean, he's been healthy for the most part. Um, yeah, I think he can produce. I absolutely think he can produce. 
Well, he's produced everywhere he's been. Even in his one game with New England, you know, 56 yards and a touchdown, not bad, especially your first game in a new system. So, And we all know what he did in Pittsburgh. I mean, you can make a case with Antonio Brown. He might have been the best wide receiver of the past decade, say Tim or Julio Jones. You can right? make that argument. You definitely yeah. can make that argument. 100%. Right? Maybe throw Calvin Johnson in there, but it's one of those three guys. Yep. Antonio Brown statistically was probably the best. But uh, brings me to our last question on this topic. Does this move show how much power Tom Brady has within the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization, Bryce? I hate this question. (laughs) Well, I ask it because of what Arian said in the offseason. I know, and this is why I hate this question, because I want to say, no, he doesn't have any power. This is a Bruce Arian's decision, but it's not. It's not. It's like, I want to believe it so bad, Zach and JD. It's incredible. I, I want to believe that Brady had nothing to do with this, but he does. And it frustrates me because... Yeah, we all know he does. And because, like, myself and Zach, we're Colts fans. JD, you're a Bears fan. And just on the drop of a hat, you just sign one of these guys. A, a, just a, a playmaker, a game breaker, just like that. And you're like... Why can't we do that? Why can't we do that? I don't get it. And, and we're going to talk about another guy here in a second. It's just like, why not? Who why are not? we? I, I, I don't know. But well, instead, 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 we'll roll with we'll roll with T. Y. Hilton, and we'll roll with Allen Robinson, or we'll roll with Cordell Patterson and Zach Pascal. You know, it just it's fine. It's fine. Congrats to the Buccaneers. Well, I think to that point, Bryce. I don't say congrats. To that point, Bryce, there's nobody on the Colts or the Bears that has the kind of leverage within their team that Tom Brady does. You tell me that Rivers doesn't have a little bit there. <laughs> Just a little? No, I don't think so. Oh, He's come not on. in San Diego. I don't think so. Right, 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 uh, J.D. He's not in San Diego. So, J.D., your thoughts on this? Absolutely. That's that's not a question. I mean, he, did he go to New England? Yes, he did. Look how many people came to Tampa that was in New England with Brady. These are Brady's guys. Grunk is Brady guy. AB is Brady guy, which is why he was able to get into New England. This I don't think this has nothing to do with Arians. I think Arians is mad about it. That's the reason why he's telling um, Antonio Brown, and first thing you do, you out of here. That's because he didn't want them there. But who's going to say no to Tom Brady? Who's going to say no to the champ? That's what they call him around the locker room. I hear the champ. Who's going to tell him no? He probably have Arians out of there before he let AB go again. <laughs> that would be fun. Brady is not going. Brady is trying to. Brady is trying to go ahead and be fifty and play. And AB will let him stay alive. I mean, Antonio Brown will have him around long enough, as long as he can hit him on these short little passes that lead to big yards. Because we know what AB looked like once he cut t- touched the ball. Oh, yeah, um, this definitely was a Brady thing. Anybody that disagrees, I think they they might not just 
want to give Brady his props to that matter. What Brady says goes. I don't care where he at, what he look like, how he doing. If he tell you he wants somebody in or he wants somebody out, that's what's happening. You might say he's the uh, LeBron of the NFL. Yeah, I think that's totally fair to say. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. Which is weird because, you know, Tom Brady's 43, but he's still still balling. Yeah, insane numbers. But I just – I agree with you guys. I think this move shows that, you know, Brady still has leverage. He still has power. doesn't matter what team he's on. So, moving on to the next guy. Bryce alluded to him, Des Bryant. Des Bryant, I think a guy all three of us like. Uh, signed to the Baltimore Ravens practice squad this week. Uh, has not played in a game, though, since 2017 with the Cowboys. Uh, 2012 to 14 with the Cowboys, 273 catches, almost 4,000 yards, and 41 touchdowns. Signed with the Saints in 2018, but tore his Achilles two days later in a practice. That was devastating. Uh, It really was. I really wanted to see him with Drew Brees. Uh, Him and Michael Thomas, side by side. Oh, my gosh. Death. Good luck. And in his last season with the Cowboys, 69 catches, 838 yards, six touchdowns. Bryce, what does Dez offer the Ravens offense, assuming he's promoted to the active roster? A spark. A spark. I, I, sorry, I like Hollywood Brown, but he's not cutting it right now. He's just not. I get, Willie Sneed, not cutting it. Devin DuVernay, rookie out of Texas, not cutting it. They missed that go-to guy. And, like, I, I get Lamar is all about the run game and he wants to improve on uh, in the passing game. But I think the receivers that he has, other than Mark Andrew, just aren't, aren't getting it done for him. So, I think if you, if you bring Des Bryant into the practice squad, I understand why they brought him in the practice squad, not the active roster. I don't think it's disrespectful. I think it's a good move because you don't know what he is. He is a little bit older. He hasn't played in an actual NFL game since 2017. So bring him into the practice squad. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. And then maybe we'll move forward with, with moving you to the active roster. And uh, I think they should absolutely uh, put some plays together for him. Greg Roman, uh, the, the Greg Roman, that offensive staff, they need to get it together. Because if you keep running the ball – Everybody's got tape on on the Baltimore offense now. You got to mix it up, and I think Des Bryant is the right guy to mix it up as long as he can stay healthy and you can get him in game shape as as quickly as possible. Absolutely agree. I think um, honestly, I think even if he comes back just twenty percent of what he was, knowing that you can count on he's not he's a big receiver. As long as you can put the ball in his area, he'll come down with it. He, he'll be a goal line kind of guy, well, no matter what. I think as long as you can get anywhere down in that area, he does so much for you. I think um, you you said the right thing. We could tell Lamar trying to work on being a better passer, but the problem is – when you only got two people that you can get a ball to, you don't really got much help because 
Hollywood is being Hollywood is being swarmed. Nobody, nobody is letting Hollywood break out like last year. Mark Andrews, everybody's waiting on him to get those six, seven yard catches. But outside of that, they they don't really got anybody else. Dez Dez would be able to come in if he's anything remotely close to in shape and being able to play as soon as possible. I think that what he what he offers is talent you can't teach. He he's just that kind of physical specimen with the skill level of not many people. And let let's just let me just say this. I'm so happy he's out of Dallas. Like in 2018, I was so happy he left uh, to be with the Saints, but he didn't get to play there. To know that I get to see him play in another uniform, possibly that's not Dallas, I get to cheer for him. I get to be happy that he making a play. Because if he made a play in a Dallas uniform, I was uh, I was flipping tables over. <laughs> Why? I, I, it's Dallas, man. I, I can't stand Dallas. I never could. I don't know why. I think just growing up, being a fan of who I'm a fan of and cheering for every team my dad cheered for till I got to the point of forming my own opinion, some of these things never changed. Dallas was one of those teams I hated. I like Miles Austin. I like Des. Yeah, my dad's got a Miles Austin jersey, baby. <laughs> I, I, I love Miles Austin, but I hate Dallas. But yeah, I think I think Des definitely bring in so much for them, as long as he's able to compete. And knowing Des Bryant, he is a competitor, so I think that if he's in game shape, he he offers that that uh. Baltimore Ravens offense, exactly what they need, a premier go-to guy. Well, I mean, at one point, not too long ago, Des Bryant was a top-five receiver in the NFL. You know, like yeah. four or five years ago. Not, you know, not too terribly long ago. Uh, and he gives them – you guys hit on it. He gives them something that they don't have. Big physical receiver. You know, Hollywood Brown, he's not that. You know, Mark Andrews, maybe, but he's he's a tight end. Come on. And then after that, you're looking at, like, Willie Sneed, Boykin. Stop. Just stop, just stop with that. Duvernay. Duvernay. And I, I think – I mean, I think Dez will get promoted to the active roster eventually. I think he has to. I think he has to. Who, who will he lose the spot to? That's the thing. I mean, Willie I, I – I'd rather have Des Bryant than Willie Sneed. I don't. I, I don't even care if Des is torn his Achilles. I mean, the practice squad is already getting actual snaps, so he's not going up against guys that's better than him. No offense to them. I mean, no, they definitely elite talent. Look at where they are, but Des Bryant was one of those guys that you could make a case for one of the most dominant players in the uh in the game at that wide yeah. receiver. I, I think that um it was Hillman Julio battling for most dominant in my opinion. We know most talented Odell. 
And we know, uh, let me see who else. Mr. AB was the most impactful. AB, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. AJ Green. I I wouldn't put AJ Green in A class. Maybe a tier below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back in the day, we know about Megatron, man. But, you know, Des Bryant, when he was on the Cowboys, could go up and get the ball. Without a quarterback. Oh, come on. Romo had good seasons. Come on, man. Don't do not do that. He's better than anything the Bears put out. Yeah, I, never was... seen, I never seen no Bears quarterback miss a snap. No, come Stop. on. Stop. Come on. You would, have rather, you, you would have had Tony Romo over Jay Cutler any day of the week. Any day of the week, J.D. Don't act like they, you wouldn't have. Let me tell you something. They both ended up with the same thing. Nothing. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. Right. Nothing. What else? And you know, it was it. It kind of didn't make any sense when the Cowboys cut does. I I, I didn't get it. Too outspoken. I yeah, guess he was he was getting a little disgruntled. He was he was stirring the pot a little bit. Him, I guess and, it, him and Jerry Jones wouldn't see eye to eye if you gave them a spoon and a fork and said which one is most useful. <laughs> I guess it worked out. I mean. I guess it worked out. I mean, the, the Cowboys got Amari Cooper. They drafted CD Lamb this year, so that it worked Fine. out. Uh, Bryce, do you think Dez can contribute at a decent level? And what I mean by that is, can he at least draw coverage? Can he be a threat in the red zone at least? Well, yeah, and if they don't, he's going to show them why. He's going to show them that, that that was a mistake. Like, if I'm a DC, I'm preparing for Des Bryant. I don't care if he tore his Achilles last season. I really don't care. Uh, yeah, I th- I think he can. I think he can produce. I don't know if it's going to be a high level, but I think he can produce. He gives you he gives you a threat, right? And I think Lamar is going to love him. Honestly, oh yeah, I really do. I, I think this will really help Lamar in the passing game and kind of open up that that running game again. Uh, that's been so closed off, it feels like, against these really good teams. It's not been great this year. No. JD, can he produce at a consistent level, decent level? Um, Yeah, like I said, red zone area, throw it up to him. Torn Achilles, one leg, I don't care. You're not going over Des. Des, he's strong. That's not going to change no matter what. He's strong enough to get up there and snatch it out the air with with the best of them. Um, I think as long as he's on the floor, he's going to draw ass just because people know who he was. All it's going to take is, I say, one game where one of those teams don't believe in him. They put one of those young corners on him. He eat them up. Boom. Baltimore is back as one of the best offenses in the league. Right now, I don't think they are no more just because everybody is preparing for Lamar's greatness and and rather see those wide receivers not not show up. But you add Des Bryant to the mix. Any anything you put in his direction, I I still believe he'll pull it down. All it's going to take is for him to stay healthy. That's that's the biggest thing. Knowing that he's healthy, 
and able to be on the field. If as long as he's able to be out there on the field, I don't see no reason why he can't be uh I don't see why he can't be a threat at all. Him being on the field is a threat. Moving on to our next topic, the World Series. This could be uh there are parts of this discussion that could be a little heated. Could get some uh quality debate going here. So the World Series ended last night. Dodgers won four to two after a three to one victory over the Rays in game six. Their first title since nineteen eighty eight, their third World Series appearance in four seasons. Blake Snell pulled by Kevin Cash after no. five and one third scoreless innings. Oh. Corey Seager named World Series MVP. He was the first player since Madison Bumgarner in twenty fourteen to win both the LCS and World Series MVPs in the same postseason. Mad bum. Mad bum. Mad bum, baby. Seager, 347 average, 15 RBIs in the last two rounds of the playoffs. Dodgers have won the NL West every year since 2013 and have only missed the playoffs three times since 2008. Clayton Kershaw, 2.93 ERA. In five starts this postseason. And one note, the payrolls of these teams. The Dodgers, $107.9 million, The second highest in baseball behind only the Yankees. And the Rays, $28.3 million, The third lowest in the MLB. Bryce, we'll start with you because we know what JD's answer is. Are you happy for the Los Angeles Dodgers? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy, but I'm also not happy. I'm I'm happy that they finally got over the hump. Uh, they you know they took a, a big L to my Red Sox World Series. They took an L big to the L. cheating hat, the cheating Astros. Asterisk. That's ridiculous. Um, Kershaw. Biggest knock on him was he couldn't get it done, and uh, you know Dave Roberts has kind of learned. Walker Bueller takes over as as the top guy, in my opinion, in the playoffs over Kershaw. Walker Bueller start or uh, he was he was ready to go for Game Seven. I think if the Rays would have left Snell in, Walker Bueller go, deals. He deals. Walker Bueller deals, and you know who else was dealing? Blake Snell in Blake Game Snow. Six. Blake, Blake Snow was dealing. He gives up a single, <laughs> and you pull him for a single. <laughs> Why? We Zach, we were sitting there on Zoom and I praised Kevin Cash. He did. And I, pushed I praised back. him. I pushed back, Bryce. I praised him. He had he had the Dodgers where he wanted them to get to game seven. You pitch Blake Snell, you let him deal. You bring in Tyler Glass now, and you bring in Charlie Morton for game seven. You got solid pitching. And you pull Snell. <sighs> Cy Young winner, Blake Snell. Hold him. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't – I don't <sighs> – Well, Bryce, it's a classic case of going with the numbers over your Just, gut. I, why? Why? It's a classic case of going with the analytics over your gut. And, you know – It's upsetting. I think, I think analytics overall have been not a bad thing for baseball. But I think in this case, you just got to go with the eye test. 
I agree. You have to go with the eye test. You have to go with your gut. Anyways, I'm not happy for the Dodgers from this aspect. Mookie Betts Let it out, should, not have, should not have raised another World Series trophy in a different uniform. Let it out, Bryce. It should be a Red Sox uniform. It Therapy. should have always been a Red Sox uniform. Therapy session. <laughs> and what did we do? I mean, what, what, what did it benefit us that we trade Mookie Betts? We got under the luxury. Ta- I, I saw a tweet last night, Griffith, and it made me angry. JD, this made me angry. I know. Okay. I know what it is. <laughs> this guy legitimately tweets, oh, well, at least we're under the luxury attacks. Who cares? <laughs> and you know, you know what it was? So John Henry could buy another striker for the Liverpool soccer team. And that made me even more angry. I don't even think that's true, but it made me even more angry. Because we're, we're, we're left nowhere. We're, we, we don't have Mookie Betts, one of the best players in baseball. He's on the Dodgers. A, a, a massive powerhouse, and it, it, you know what? I'm happy to see him do extremely well, but I'm I'm not happy that he's not here or he's not on the Boston Red Sox. He's not donning the red and white anymore. And the and what makes it even more painful, but also gives me some kind of solace, is that he wanted to be a Red Sox for life. He wanted to be. He didn't ask to be traded. He wasn't disgruntled in Boston. He was happy. We won a title. A title. You know who wasn't happy, Bryce? John Henry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bryce. Mookie, you'll forever have a place in my heart. You won me a title. I love you forever. But, man, this one hurts. Diddy, go ahead and get your hate up. What hate do you speak of? I'm happy for the city of Los Angeles. Two championships. They did it for Kobe and Gigi. Now, what was the question? Are you happy for the Dodgers? No. I would never want to see the Dodgers, especially Clint Kershaw, get a championship this is ridiculous Corey Seager get a championship and then be the best player Jesus look I don't like Seager but Justin Turner Mr. COVID oh come on (laughs) he he came back out there and celebrated with them like he like that okay I hope he didn't touch that uh that the trophy well, I guarantee he did. <laughs> exactly. And I guarantee that y'all get tested before that uh, parade, too. And then let me see who else I don't like over there. Who else? Bellinger. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Bro, I hate the Dodgers. But why? Congrats to them. Another team always hated. And then... They always give my cubs some work. Yeah. Not always. We beat it in 16 in the LCS. Look how look how long it took us. That was tough. Hey, hey, Zach, why did why did you beat them? Because we killed Kershaw. <laughs> <laughs> and John, Say it, Zach. And because John Lackey was not in the roster. Oh, come on. Oh, come that's, on. that's definitely a big one. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lackey, Lackey was trash. The human white flag. John but Lackey. but we killed Kershaw. Listen. We did. We killed him. What we did to Kershaw was what I knew every team, not the race, was capable of. And the only reason I'm going to say is because I said it the entire playoffs. The Rays have great pitches. They don't have enough hitting. Couldn't do nothing with the Dodgers. Absolutely nothing. Well, that brings us to our next question. And JD, we'll stick with you. Is the monkey finally off of Kershaw's back? To everybody else, it is. Why? Why hey, look, isn't it? Why? Right, is look, it? hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Zach. I, I got to agree with JD here just a touch, okay? Before the 2020 playoffs, okay, Kershaw was 9-11. and 11. He had a, almost a 5 ERA. Bad, yeah. It wasn't great. It was not great. It's ba- I mean, now he was four and one in these playoffs. Look, not a great ERA. Stop, JD. But he pitched well. He pitched well. Look, look, Clayton Kershaw, one of the greatest regular season pitchers we our generation has seen. Probably period. the best. It is the best. Like yes. I'm not, I'm not denying that, right? He's I'm, a regular cool season with, pitcher. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. He's but James Clayton Harden Kershaw with a ring. And, oh, brother. Oh, boy. Oh, we got a James Harden comment, Zach. You know how I feel about James Harden. What? What are you? What are you doing? James Harden with a ring. What oh are you doing? Oh boy. But, but I mean, the thing is, I was like, I mean, would you, Zach? Answer me this: Would you rather have Walker Bueller or Clayton Kershaw in a game seven? Winner go. Winner goes. Or winner takes it all. Who are you taking? Well, Dave Roberts would have had Walker Bueller. I would have had. No, I would, I'm asking. I would have had John Lackey. Before, no, you wouldn't have. Before I take Kershaw. No, you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't. How dare I, you, JD? Well, 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 Zach, what do you think, man? Who are you taking? I would have. I would have had Bueller. Oh. Right. Oh, no, I mean, there's no trust there. There's no okay. trust. Okay. It's not that there's no trust. It's just that Bueller was better than Kershaw in this postseason. But he's been better than it's him. It's not that I don't trust Kershaw. Listen, Kershaw gives you what you need to make it to the playoffs. Which is very valuable. Yeah, until the playoffs. He sucks. He folds when it matters. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Dodgers were so great at hitting this postseason, it saved Kershaw. If the Dodgers didn't hit as well as they did, what would we say then? Because think about it. They had a lot of great hitting and big moments with two outs. If If you was on base and they had two outs, you was coming home. It didn't matter. That was great hitting. That saved Kershaw. 2.93 is not bad. It's not bad. But in the playoffs, it's not great. You need your starting pitcher to to be able to lay down some fire. Yeah, lights out. Got to be lights out. Yeah. Blake Snell type of, type of numbers. Yeah, but you know what? When you have Mookie Betts, yeah, he covers up a lot. That's a lot. For sure. 
I mean, yeah. his defense, his defense in this playoffs. Is, I mean, just oh man, that the Dodgers, they they knew what they got when they got Mookie. Mookie held it down, and that that offense that they had was extremely great. I'm not giving, I'm not taking a monkey off a of Kershaw bat for his teammates being great. That's ridiculous. Uh, That's ridiculous. Oh, oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, I think the monkey's off his back, but I don't think I don't think he's not the guy that carried him to this title, Zach. I I, I will say he's that. not. The monkey, That's the my monkey point. Is off his back. The monkey's off his back. Okay. No, it, it's not. I think it is though, JD. JD he was he, he wasn't great. JD, he JD. he was good. He wasn't great. JD. The Four and off, one. The monkey's off Kyle Lowry's back, and he didn't good, carry Raptors. Who who took it off his back? Everybody except you, I guess. I mean, they kept running into LeBron. <laughs> they didn't LeBron, run it. He, Kershaw was four and one, JD. I said he did real good. He wasn't great. Okay, but he, I'm four and one is solid. Two nine three Even ERA. Ace. Okay. I mean, Against what, the Braves, what did, what did the Cubs. What did the Cubs' best pitcher Let, do? You're right. You're right. You're right. He showed up versus the Braves. He showed up versus the Braves. A great offensive team, the Braves. A uh, great team, the Braves. I'll say that. He showed up versus the Braves. Listen, I think he did really good. I don't think he was great. But the monkey has to be off his back. It has to be. Um, I say as far as confidence goes, I think that was the biggest thing The why he was folding up in the playoffs. He wasn't confident because he kept getting it handed to him. I think I think it might be for him. For me, no, because it's Clint Kershaw. He's a Dodger. No. <laughs> Look, I mean, I I'm not a fan of the Dodgers, but uh, even I gotta admit, it's off his back. It's off his back. Okay. I hope it jumped back on next year. Well, I don't think that's how that works, but all right. Yes, it does. <laughs> So, you guys hit on Mookie Betts a little bit. Bryce, you know from a little first-hand experience, is Mookie Betts now the best player in baseball? Yes. Yes. And it's, it's, it's really hard to say that because, I mean, Mike Trout has been good for – Years, years, and years. I mean, so so let so let me let me give you this. Let me. I got I got I got some stats here. Got some stats. I got some Zach's JD. I got some good stuff here. All right. So Mookie. Now, albeit this was a shortened season, right? Okay. So, but for the 2020 season, he was the WAR leader. For those of you don't don't know what WAR is, uh, it's wins above replacement. And 60 games is a big enough sample size, right? So Mookie Betts' war this season was 3.4. Jeez. Okay. So as compared to other seasons, okay, 2019, his war was 6.8. Not, not amazing. Not, I mean, it, it's good, but it wasn't top. 2018, he led the league 10.9. That's been the highest – since or that's been the highest in the last four years or four or five years. The World Series. Yeah, 2018. Year. Yep. 2017, his war was 6.4. And then 2016, his war was 9.6. I mean, this guy is legitimate. I mean, he's up there with Mike Trout as one of the best uh, – with the best players in the MLB. 
I think Mookie is the best. I think all around, I think, I think he's the best. When you look at his hitting, he's able to, to jack home runs. He's able to, uh, to, to get RBIs. He can steal bases. He, he is an absolute stud on the defensive end. I mean, a gold glove winner. I mean, we, we saw he made three amazing home run robberies just in the playoffs. Not, not the regular season, the playoffs. Right. I mean, the guy's incredible. Mookie led his team in runs. He led in stolen bases. He was second in hits, second in home runs, and second in RBIs on this Dodgers team, an already offensive juggernaut uh, Dodgers team. And right. Corey Seager, Corey Seager led in those other areas there. Corey Seager had a very, very good season. So it was, it was almost kind of fitting. He got MVP, although you could make a very strong case for Mookie Betts in all honesty. But yeah, I'm going to go with Mookie here. I know Mike Trout does more, you know, because he doesn't have a whole lot around him, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm still going to go. I'm, I'm going to roll with Mookie because I think if, if he goes anywhere, he makes your, your team five times better. Anywhere he goes, period. And I think when you factor in the intangibles, Bryce, the clutch plays with Mookie that we saw yeah. in the World Series. And in he's the so calm about it. Like, like yeah. Mookie, I don't see, I don't know that there's anybody, even if you're a baseball fan, even if you're a Yankees fan, I don't see how you can hate Mookie Betts other than him making plays against you. Like, I mean, he, when you think of a, a perfect baseball player, like I think of Mookie Betts, and he's one, he's just, He's a humble guy. He's one of the nicest guys on the field in the dugout. He's a character guy. He's, he's what you want. That's who you want to pay money to. I don't want to pay all that money to Manny Machado. I don't want to pay all that money to Bryce Harper. No. I'll, I'll pay Mike Trout. I'll pay Mookie Betts. Yeah. I'm not paying the, the other big guys in, in the MLB right now. I'm just not going to do it. JD, is Mookie the best player? Yes, I thought he was the MVP. I think what he did, um, don't get me wrong, Seager numbers was great, but the moments that Mookie had, I think, were more impactful for the team. And just as Bryce said, all around, I think a lot of the the momentum that the Dodgers was getting was from Mookie making those defensive plays, Mookie stealing bases, the the base hits he was getting. It was a lot of times they they looked flat until Mookie did what we know he's capable of. And, I mean, as Bryce spoke about him being so poised, he'd been there before. And I think that's, that's what they needed. It's a team that could get there but never had the guy to say, I can bring it home for you. I think Mookie gave them that security and uh, enough confidence for them to go out there and be fine with making mistakes. They 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 played great baseball. Unfortunately, they, they did. <laughs> well, going to the Rays side of things – you know, the Rays did this, like we said, with the third lowest payroll in the league. Um, you know, as Caleb Lynn likes to say, they were playing with house money. Yeah. They were. Uh, Bryce, thoughts on the Rays' future? Uh, 
I mean, the pitching staff, you can, you can hold that together. Um, you know, Randy Rosarina had, had a breakout postseason, set a bunch of records, ton of records. Yeah. Um, as far as, as far as hitting the, the baseball, um, I, the roster can only get better. I mean, you can upgrade a lot of, a lot of different things. I love this team though. I fell in love with the team. It's a very fun I mean, team. Yeah, G-Man Choi. Uh, you know, you got Kevin Kiermeyer, uh, Austin, Austin, um, uh, shoot, Austin Meadows. Wow. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Mike Zunino. A lot yeah. of just fun guys, right? Not yeah. not a lot that you've really heard of, but just just fun. You know, I think uh, I think the race have something to build on. Uh, I, I think Kevin Cash is going to learn from this. It's only going to make him better, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like to see him get better. I don't want to see the Yankees around anymore. No. So if, if they can beat the, the Yankees all the time, that'd be cool. You know, I'm done with that. So I'm rooting for the race, unless it's against my Red Sox. And we got ways to go. We got ways to improve Tough that. division. Very tough division. If the race stay the way they are, Boy, boy, oh boy! Because you know the the Red Sox are gonna are gonna reload. It's just a it's a known fact. It's what they right? do. Yeah, it's what they do. I hate it, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I th- I think the race should have a positive outlook on this. JD from the Dodgers side of things, we hit on uh their run here really since 2013. Um. Any reason to believe that the Dodgers won't be contenders for the next five or so years? No, it's the Dodgers. Especially they've signed Mookie to, I believe, uh, a 12-year deal. Uh, yep. With or without Mookie, it's the Dodgers. They always contenders. Um, hopefully, Kershaw retire like he's been saying every time they lost. Then I might say, maybe not. But now, regardless, um, I don't I don't see no reason why they don't run it back. I definitely think that uh, they they contend. I think they contenders until they have three or four people that go away. That's within that uh, core that they have. They such a such a strong team. Been together for a while. I think that um, no matter what, the Dodgers being the Dodgers, they they got money to bring whoever in that they want. Right. So well, and and they have they have decisions to make. Yeah, the Dodgers have decisions to make because they they have, made already. They made already. They won well, championship. JD, well, they got, <laughs> they've got some personnel decisions to make. Right. I mean, Price, um, already paid Mookie. Right. I believe you're gonna have to pay Bellinger soon. Uh, or yeah. Have well, they already? I think they did. I think I, they did. I, I believe they did. If they do, I think it's another season or two. I mean, Bryce, tell the listeners what you told me in pre-production about uh, their salary cap. Yeah, so Kershaw makes up 17% of their salary cap, uh, and Mookie Betts makes up 12. So that's 29% of your salary cap right there. Oh, Zach, you want a fun fact? Hey, JD, you you guys want a fun fact? Yeah, let me hear it. So they're still paying a pitcher, a certain pitcher. He's old. I don't even. I don't even think he's anywhere anymore. I think he retired. Any guesses? Rich Hill? No. Uh. 
He's Let old. me see somebody that I hated. He's old. I, I, I hate the whole team. Well, I heard Rich Hill just fucking destroyed us in the playoffs. Rich, I mean, <laughs> Rich Hill was good. <laughs> Only against us. Yeah, he and showed it, up every time. It's funny because he didn't do anything when he was with the Cubs. Who was it, Bryce? He he was solid. So they are still paying Scott Kashmir. Oh! <laughs> like seven or eight million dollars. He hasn't been seven there in eight years. He's, he's still he's still getting paid. Uh, I, for, I forgot his name. I forgot he was a person. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. But I mean, so so this this offseason. Uh. So here, here's the here's the free agents for the Dodgers the next two seasons. Okay, so this season you have Justin Turner who who's going to be free agent. Jock Peter, Jock Peterson, uh, Kiki Hernandez, uh, Baez, and Alex Wood. So two pitchers, and then Hernandez who who's always been big for them. Peterson obviously a home run hitter, uh, and then Justin Turner who's just been solid over there at third base and and hitting the baseball. Then the next year, 2021. Kershaw's a free agent again. Uh, Kenley Jansen, their closer, is a free agent. Corey Seager is going to be a free agent, and then uh, and then uh, Taylor, uh, his name escapes, or his first name escapes me right now. Joe Flacco lookalike. Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor. He's going to be a free agent as well. So I mean, the nucleus of this team is is going to be free agents soon. They bring uh, so them back. Gonna, I, you know, I don't know. They're going to have to make decisions. Um, you know, whether they're willing to go in the luxury tax for these guys. I mean, because they're not World Series champions. They, they're they going to demand money. So, I, think, I think we'll see. Going off of that, like, it's going to be the ones who they know. I say Peterson will probably leave. Go get his back. I would let him go. I yeah, think, I, I would yeah. let him go. I, I so wouldn't have a I problem with him leaving. Him I wouldn't have a problem with him leaving. I think that it, the Dodgers are such a – smart, intelligently ran organization that I think no matter what, they're going to be all right. I think they know who who to pay. They somehow get people to buy into whatever that they're selling. Some guys some guys going to leave that's ready to get paid because they know that they best years behind them now. Um, Peterson being one of them, in my opinion. Now that he won, I don't think he's going to be one of those guys that's Going out there, uh, I don't think he's going to be a game changer for a team, but I also think that he's enough to think that he could be a difference for certain teams. Um, I, I think I think they'll be fine. Honestly, I hate it. I wish they lose everybody. But it's the Dodgers. I I just know that they're going to be all right. It's the Dodgers. They're going to stick around. And you think about the National League. Who besides who besides the Braves and maybe the Padres are, are going to challenge them? Right. Right. That Braves team's fun. I right. love the Braves. I love that team. Uh, but y'all know who's going to challenge them. It's not us, J.D. It's not. It is. It's not us. Chris Bryant's gone, J.D. Accept it. I have. Accept it. <laughs> Based off these last two years, he been going to me. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Tell him, tell him to hit the ball. Well, it's not, it's not us, JD. It's, it's not. All right, us. just all right. You, you keep saying it. Don't be surprised. Moving on. 
Another NFL topic, Odell Beckham and the Browns. Odell, torn ACL and Sunday's game against the Bengals. Season stats this year, 23 catches, 319 yards, four touchdowns in seven games for the Browns. Rashard Higgins and Donovan Peoples-Jones will attempt to replace his production. Browns, though, 5-2 and two record so far this season. Third in the division in the NFC North behind the Steelers and the Ravens. Bryce, how big of a loss is this for the Browns? It's, this is going to be unpopular. It's not that big of a loss. It's just agree. not... I would agree. It's just not. I, I just. I don't see it, man. Like I like Rashard Higgins and DPJ are certainly capable guys. So I mean, I, I so I was doing. I'm looking at Higgins uh, this season. So he's been targeted 12 times. He's got 11 catches for 163 yards and two touchdowns. The yards don't wow you, especially for you know. We're so we're kind of deep into the season now, but having two touchdowns helps. You know, I, obviously, obviously Baker trusts him enough to throw him some some tutties. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones. Please don't use that word again. Whatever, man. Whatever. Please. Dude. I'll do what I want. I'll do what Please. I want. Keep that over there with Top. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Shout out uh, Top. Top, baby. They're my boys, but oh, that's ugly. That and Tutters. <laughs> yeah, Please. That one's bad. That one. Please right. don't bring those to the battleground. So, so Donovan Peoples-Jones, he hadn't received a target all year until week six. So last week against Pittsburgh, he, he got one target. And then in Cincinnati, he comes out of nowhere. He gets targeted three times. He catches all three balls for 56 yards and a touchdown in the game-winning touchdown. So, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of Donovan's, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, Michigan guy. I think, uh, let's see. I, well, okay, so this is his rookie season. Let me tell you, you really didn't get to see much of him in Michigan because Jim Harbaugh decided to hire a certain former Colts offensive coordinator as his OC. Pep Hamilton. Fuck, Pep. So, so now you know why you didn't Fuck see. Pep. You saw nothing of DPJ. Because it was an awful offense. So you didn't really – and just awful quarterbacks. Anytime I get to rip on Michigan, I'm going to take it. Um, So Donovan Peoples-Jones, sorry, dude. Sorry we had to pound you into the ground every single year that you were there. All right. Yep. And and maybe you should have went to Ohio State. Just saying. Just saying. We got some some pretty good wide receiver coaches over there. So – I don't know. I, I think I think Higgins is the way to go here. I, I don't think Peoples Jones is. I mean, you're going to see him uh, with an increased target rate, but I think Higgins is going to be the feature guy. But I mean, Jarvis Landry, they need to pepper him with targets in the past. He has to be the Period. guy. He has. Period. Period. Like you, you have to throw him the ball. You have no, you have no excuse. Now, now Baker is starting to build chemistry with with all of his tight ends. We saw Hooper get a little involved before he got hurt. Bryant? Harrison Bryant, the rookie from FAU. Harrison Bryant, baby. Right. I mean, two touchdowns this past week. I mean, you, and then uh, David Njoku, who 
absolutely hates being in Cleveland. He's caught like two or three <laughs> touchdowns this year too. Like I don't understand it, you know? Like much to his chagrin, caught two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Building that trade value, you know. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the receivers. I, I think Higgins should be the the wide receiver number two, though, in, in my my honest opinion. I agree. Um, but I think they're going to be fine. I think Higgins is capable. Obviously, OBJ is a phenomenal talent, but he just really didn't have anything going this year. I mean, I, I kept waiting and waiting, like, oh, this is going to be it. And he had that one breakout game, but just couldn't follow it up. So I don't know that you're losing a ton here. He he didn't give them much, but I'll say this for OBJ, Bryce. They're going to miss the big playability. Yeah, 100%, 100%. The big play potential. And this is not me saying it because I know Caleb Lynn is going to text me after he listens to this. You hate it. Odell Beckham Jr. How dare you? So disrespect. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying that as it looks this season, he just, he, he just wasn't that great. But, yes, you're going to miss that athleticism and the ability from Odell Beckham Jr. You absolutely are. I mean, we may look at some drops that Peoples-Jones or Higgins has and be like, OBJ would have made that catch. Yeah. And it just it, it just is what it is. So GD, big loss for the Browns? Absolutely big loss. He was he's let me he, not only is he the best wide receiver, he might be the best quarterback on the team. Oh. <laughs> the reason he wasn't producing is his quarterback. He got to get the ball to be a big guy. Name me one wide receiver that don't need a quarterback. All right. Now I'm trying all, so hard. All, all I'm saying is I don't blame Odell, but you want to know what's crazy? This is great for the Browns. This is great for the Browns. I, Baker Mayfield, that might be the best thing to happen for him. Because we all know OBJ hated over there. He knows he don't have a quarterback. He's wasting his prime. And he got hurt because of Baker Mayfield. <laughs> it's uh, true. Yeah. And you want to look at it that way. Yeah. If he had a quarterback that could throw the ball, he wouldn't have been out there trying to tackle nobody. Right. For those, for those who don't know how he got hurt, it was an interception thrown by Baker. Odell was injured trying to make the tackle. I think that uh, it's great for, for the Browns because now you don't have no expectations anymore. Like, it, think about all the negat- negativity that's been circulating around just that organization this year, and they 5-2. and two. Like, think about it. You would have thought that they were 2-5. and five. You don't think they have any uh, expectations now? I think the expectations are still there. I don't think so. Baker Mayfield suck. Uh, Jarvis Landry hasn't been implemented enough. I uh, think. Come on, Mayfield played well. Uh, granted, it was against the Bengals, but he played well. Yeah, but tell me this: in OBJ best game, who threw him the touchdown? No, I'm not a Mayfield advocate, but it, it was Jarvis Landry. My point exactly. How is it in the? It's a dime piece, by the way. Yeah, it was. It was, it was amazing. How is it in your wide receiver's best game? The the franchise player, if you smart, how is it in his best game of the season? 
it was another wide receiver to throw in the ball. Well, they were also playing the Cowboys. <laughs> Listen, they playing the Cowboys. See, so much had to go right for OBJ to have a good game. Shout because out Zach's dad. I'm sorry. Shout out, shout out, dad. Because he's in Cleveland, I think um, I think for them they get to just play now, be free willed, um, no expectations. Nobody thought that they were going to even be that good anyway. Because they they you talk about a skunk last year. They were bad last year. They they was thinking of the NFL. They were among the most disappointing teams in the NFL last year. I heard somebody even say Mr. Biscuit was better than Baker Mayfield. That's that's how that's how bad that they was. And I don't don't agree with that statement. Let me let me say that. But I'm saying they were that bad. Somebody said that. Y'all know who said that. Shout out to my boy. But we know who said it. I'm just saying it, it is that. I think this this might be the best thing to happen for them. Um, in a very weird way, just because I think they get to play now. Just, just play. It's weird. It could be what Bill Simmons calls the Ewing theory, where this team uh, loses their best or one of their best players, and they they do fine without him. So it could be that kind of scenario that you're talking about, J.D. He, he's definitely their best player in two positions. Come on, the slander. The slander of Mayfield. I'm just saying, why can't you throw the ball to to Odell Beckham Jr., but Jarvis Landry can? Yeah, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. If he can do that versus the Cowboys, why can't you? <laughs> you get paid to be your quarterback. They brought you in to be the franchise quarterback, and you suck. Hey, Maybe you guys can do it. I can't. Who is a Cowboys defensive back? I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, They dumped Worley today. They dumped Worley today, right? That's what I'm saying. I I can't think of it. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Is it the end zone? Jeff Heath is gone. (laughs) Oh, no. Jeff Heath is gone. I can't think of one. It's the end zone. That's horrible. We can't think of a Cowboys defensive back. That's terrible. I can't think of a. I can't think of a Cowboys defensive player. Oh, I can. Marcus Lawrence. I can. They they just suck. Listen, you saying Sean Lee. You saying a bunch of names. Sean Lee's collarbone. You saying a bunch of names. I don't see nobody play defense for them. (laughs) Well. Going back to Odell here, last question on this topic before we get to the wild cards. Yeah, baby. Bryce, will Odell ever play for the Cleveland Browns again? Yes, yes, yes. I'm not going to sit here and speculate. Like, I I think you have to run this back, right? You feel like you're kind of getting somewhere. Stefanski probably wants another shot. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think it would have to be a phenomenal trade offer that will come through for them to, to give up on Odell Beckham Jr. But I think you run it back next season. See if you can't build off that. I think Stefanski is a smart guy. I mean, he made Kirk Cousins look good, made Case Keenum look good. Right. Uh, so, I, yeah, no, I, I think I think he'll play for them again. J.D.? 
If I'm Odell Beckham, hell no. <laughs> I wouldn't even go to Cleveland for a game again. Wow. wow. Won't even I, go to the sideline. I wouldn't want a revenge tour. Get me the hell out of Cleveland. No, no reason to go back there. No reason at all. Now, look at this from Odell's point of view here. Right, Everybody seems to agree, and I would agree too. He's one of the best receivers in the NFL. One of the best offensive talents we have. Look at the two organizations he's been with. The New York Giants and the Cleveland Browns. So why go back? Answer me that. Why we have not seen – we've seen him on one playoff team, the 2016 Giants. They suck too. Who were blown out in their only playoff game. Trash. So I kind of want to see – I kind of want to say no to this question because I want to see him on a decent team. If he was on the throw it a team, the Lions – Go to the Bears. Well, never, man. We don't got nobody to do it to say, you I was going to say, get out of here. No, we want to see him on a good team. We, we, we don't see him on a good team. The we Texans? Don't got, we don't got nobody to throw it to me. No, because they don't appreciate their wide receivers. Yeah, they're they just willing to dump Will Fuller. But they need a wide receiver. Why are they just willing to dump Will Fuller? Well, that's – I mean – BLB isn't there anymore. Do they know that? The Patriots? Odell of the Patriots? No, I got one. Od- Odell to Seattle. I don't think they need him, man. Odell to Seattle. Listen, if they went after AB, go to. Why not go after Odell? They still have uh, Josh Gordon coming back. Yeah, it's hard to forget. Forgot about that. I don't know, JD. I'm not taking targets away from Metcalf and Lockett. Listen, no, you can't. It's not taking. Look, if anything gets opening that up for them, now you get to play with whatever you want. What? Open it up for them? What do you mean? You can't. You can't. You can't sit and double. You can't watch. You can't do nothing because you got so much talent around now. I'm just saying. I think that'll be the best thing for him. He coming back from an injury. I do it just for just for one season, just to show I still can I still can play. I mean, it's, not... it sounds good. It sounds good. I'll give you that. But I I don't know if I'm if I'm Seattle. I don't want to stunt Metcalf's growth. I don't. I mean, he he's still he's still young. He's still young. I think I think no matter what, he'll be fine. And, and you you only get better with with Odell. You only get better with Odell, and and you you in a situation where you don't you can't be focused on the way that he is right now because you bring in somebody else like that. Even with Lockett, yeah. it's it, it's it's Russell Wilson. I don't know, man. I I I believe in Russell Wilson, man. I think he can make anything work. Hundred percent, he can. Yeah, he can. Well, moving on to our wild cards, gentlemen. All right. Again. Jeez, I'm scared. For the listeners, the wild cards are unknown to JD and Bryce. Only I know them. They don't know what I'm going to ask. So here we go. First wild card. Chiefs, Jets on Sunday. No, no. The Chiefs are favored by 20 points 
Is it really 20? That's the line? That's the line, minus 20. <laughs> no, uh is it really? Minus 20 and a half, I think. Oh, no. Gentlemen, do the Chiefs win by over or under 20 points? Hammer the over. Hammer I'm, the I'm over. I'm going over. I'm going over. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Fine. You know what? I'll, you know what? I'm going under. Oh! I'm going under. This line should be 30 points. I bet it's 20 to zero. <laughs> Wow. No. That'll be twenty to zero by the end of the first, Bryce. They they That's win right. they win thirty seven to You know 10. what? You know what? I can't even I can't even take myself seriously. Hammer <laughs> hammer the dang over. Hammer it. Hammer it. If 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 I if I was getting to the last uh road tie for, for the train tracks, I'm hammering that thing all the way in. I'm hammering it so hard so I could be done. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm telling you now, 20, 37 to 10, that's the game. 47 to 10. <laughs> yeah. Boy. This is going to be a bloodbath. Hey, hey, let me ask you guys this. I got, I, got a, I got a little bonus question then for you. All right. Over, under, two and a half touchdowns for Le'Veon Bell. Oh, Under. Yeah, I'll go under. I think he gets one. And I think I think he has a big game, but I'll go with the under on that. It's a good question, though. Good question. Uh, the game is in Kansas City as well. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, is, is, uh, is Darnold playing? Uh, I'm not – I don't know. I'm not sure. No, I'm he go- played last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's okay. healthy now. All right. I'm going 56 to 10 if it's there. Oh, no. Yeah, so I'm going to hammer the over 20 and a half. Next wild card here. The next James Bond. We have some candidates unveiled. Rumored candidates. Okay. Henry Cavill. Tom Hardy. Richard Madden, who uh, was in Game of Thrones. Yes, yes. And Idris Elba. (sighs) Who would you... JD... Who would you like to see as the next James Bond? Idris. Yeah. Idris Elba all the way. Me too. Me too. Idris would be sick. I, you know what's kind of – so a couple things here for me. Uh, one, Tom Hardy would be cool. He's just too rough. He's too rough around the edges. I don't, I don't know that his voice matches it. I think he'd be cool though. You're not but smooth it, it enough. Happen. Yeah, I agree with J.D. Can I throw another candidate in here, Zach? Yeah. Give me Tom Hiddleston, man. Oh. Give me like Tom it. Hiddleston. I like that guy. Nobody likes him. I don't. I don't know. Have you, I don't know. Have you seen the Night Manager? It's great. The Night Manager. It's great. You need to see it. Uh, it's it's phenomenal. He's so great in it. Richard Madden would be good as well. I don't know if you've seen a uh, Bodyguard on Netflix. Yeah, it's very good. Decent. Is he not bad in that? But Idris, man. Idris. Idris, Idris, Idris. Idris would be my pick, but my fear is the studio is going to see him as too old. I could see it. Possibly. So well, can, I think can Richard I, Madden's going to be the pick. If I, do, if I think I it might be as well. I think can it I, might be as well. Can I throw in my candidate just because I think this guy's very smooth? Yeah. All right, don't get mad at me. I'm sorry. I I, I know this about to be 
something that some backlash likes. Yes, <laughs> but you know what? Would I be myself if it wasn't? Okay, give me Chris Brown. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, we're just gonna gloss over that. Come on, JD. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Just, what hey, the fuck? Chris Brown. Listen, what the listen. fuck, JD? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Is this listen. the musical? James oh, Bond, the musical? Man. Come listen, on. Listen, listen, listen. I I heard Bryce give his and I didn't want to be left out, so <sighs> Wow. Rather, rather good or bad, I, I had to say something. First person I could think of was Chris Brown. <laughs> Brother. All right. All right, we're going to gloss Give it to that. us. And then the last wild card. Uh, this the one I hate. The New York Knicks. No. Jesus, no, not a Knicks conversation. Oh, no. Are reported to be willing to take on bad salaries. <laughs> What they've been doing already, dear. Oh, no. Guys, thoughts on this seemingly good idea that the Knicks will undoubtedly fuck up? Um, I don't know. You know what? I have the perfect perfect bad contract. I have have the best one. Can I guess? Can I take a stab at it? Yeah, you can take a stab at it. Russell Westbrook. No. Oh. One worse. Worse. Give it to worse, us. Worse. Worse. Don't worse. say who I think you about to say. Worse. 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 Uh, hold on, just a sec. I want to verify it. I want to verify. I need to make sure that my my uh, I am oh, correct no. here. One worse than Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Blake Griffin. Oh no, that one's over now. Uh. We were gonna have to visit our old friend Zach from the southeastern division. No, don't uh, say that. Bismack, baby. Bismack Biombo, baby. <laughs> but he is an unrestricted free agent now. Knicks might unfortunately. We're gonna, gonna pounce on him. They might. They might. Well, they don't have enough big men. They didn't get enough last offseason. They need to add some more. Oh yeah, definitely not. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean. Bad contracts, yeah. I mean, Russell Westbrook definitely up there, right? Nicholas Batum definitely up oh, there. Oh God, you know. So, I mean, yeah, there's some bad, there's some bad contracts out there. Hundred percent. I mean, pretty much the entire Charlotte Hornets roster. Yeah, yeah. JD, will the Knicks fuck it up? I mean, they. It's the Knicks. What? What more do we have to say? They they do the same thing every year. Uh. They say they're going to do something that's going to help the organization, and they do the exact opposite. Hey, Tim Hardaway Jr.'s got a good-looking contract. I would not pay him. Round three well, on the he, Knicks? They've already, they've already paid him. I know. <laughs> that's the reason why I wouldn't pay him, because they keep doing it and training them. <laughs> oh, man. Two yep. or three with the Knicks? <laughs> well, well it's, funny, it's funny Westbrook gets brought up, because the Knicks are, quote-unquote, linked. To Westbrook and Chris Paul. Uh, in a make-believe world where the Knicks somehow pull off one of those. No. Which one's more likely? In a make-believe world, because it's not going to happen. I would say I would say Chris Paul. I would say I Chris would Paul, too. I yeah. would actually agree, yeah. Yeah. Because Jeez, I hate them. 
Presti will absolutely fleece them. He'll get even uh, – there's not even draft a question picks. about that. He'll get draft a picks. boatload of draft picks. He might even get a player out of it. He, he will. Wait, wait. Oh, God. Just so he could trade uh, Steven Adams. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I can't believe it was a Knicks question. I had to do it to you guys. I had to do it. Man, I, I... – Knicks were in the news this week. I had to make fun of it. You know, I had to, you know how of course you did. Of course, you yeah. Did. I can't even believe they still be on the news. Like, and people pay for their games just to say they was in the arena. You know, you have nothing going for yourself now. <laughs> like, if we they if people only come because the arena is legendary, what the hell are they watching while they there? <laughs> Nice concert happens once in a while. Yeah, nice concert. Rangers. Yeah, my my boy A Boogie performed last season. <laughs> I would have went just to see A Boogie perform during halftime. And gentlemen, moving on to our final segment. Our most famous segment. The call out corner. JD, you were hyping it up. Pre production. What do you got for us? Well, you know me, man. I'm, um, you know, the people I wanted to originally call out, I've called them out before, and I, I don't think uh, one of them got enough heart to step in here with me and Bryce. I'm not even going to mention his name. No, mention his name. Come on. Mention his name. Say it. Listen, we all know RG, aka Ryan Gregory. <laughs> Would never, ever come here and get in a back and forth with me and Bryce. I do think his his co-host Devin Voss would. I t- I'll take it this far. I think Devin will take us to the brink. Devin he ain't gonna beat us though. Nah, I don't know nothing about taking an L. Last time me and Devin disagreed, I'm pretty sure I, I won that too. Um, let me see who else. Um, I don't think Will got enough heart to come talk to me and Bryce either. I, Probably right about that. I, I what think is I, people's hearts? <laughs> listen, listen. I have seen these same guys. At the lollipop factory, sharing the same suckers. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, Tootsie Roll Pop. What's no, crazy? They don't deserve anything. What's crazy? Caramel apple sucker. I, I don't think it was a brand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would call out JP, but I think that he'll submit after the first argument. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, I already I already called out you, Bryce, A B, Caleb. Nobody else really been giving me a reason to and everybody else that have. I mean, they they suck us. They refuse to come see me and Bryce. And truth be told, you know what? I'll say this. 
I'm going to call, I want Devin. And the only reason I want Devin is because I want to give you some appreciation and some love. This, That's what I'm going to do. This is not a typical call-out corner. I want you on here, Devin, because I appreciate you. I want you to come share your greatness here with me and, and, and Bryce. We we are love to have you. Bryce, anybody to call out tonight? <sighs> I want to call out analytics because I'm sick of it. Overrated. Like I, I, I am, I love the movie Moneyball. It's one of my favorite sports movies of all time. That's, that's probably an unpopular opinion as well, but this is another reason why there's, there's not a happy ending in the, in, in sports sometimes. Right. We saw it game six last night, Blake Snow. Nine, he strikes out nine batters in five and a third. Wait, five and a third. Am I right on that, Zach? Yes, five and a third. Five and a third. So you're S- telling scoreless me innings that 16 or you struck out nine of 16 batters and didn't give up a run, and you give up a single and you deserve to be pulled. And w- no. <laughs> I guess it was a grand I'm, slam. No, I'm sick of it. No. <laughs> I see this all the time. We see it all the time. Have you Get not watched rice. Moneyball? <laughs> <laughs> they put crap players on the field. They played well. You get to the playoffs. It doesn't win you anything because talent overcomes analytics. It always happens every single time. You will lose. Get on, Bryce. So Kevin Cash, grow some. Don't listen to nobody else. If he passes the eye, you are getting to pay to manage the team. Manage the team. Leave the kid in. Let him pitch. Uh, forget analytics, man. I'm tired. This is a bad look for analytics. This is a bad look for Bill James, who wrote the book that started all of this. Like, I, I'm, I'm done with it all, man. I'm done with it all. Hey, just leave the kid in. We'd be watching baseball right now. We'd be watching baseball. A great game seven. Yeah. Early Morton versus right. Walker Bueller. Right. They robbed us of a pitching matchup in game seven. We would have seen Kershaw as a reliever. We would have saw Tyler Glass now as a reliever. Heck, Man. who knows? A, Maybe we would have saw A great pitching display. A great oh pitching display. Oh, my gosh. Display. Dude, I, we got robbed. Robbed because of analytics. We didn't get Embarrassing. robbed. We we got exactly what they always planned. Another absolutely terrible play call that ends everything that's supposed to be great. Similar to Doc Rivers. All right. No, back to the Doc, huh? All right. Oh, boy. Oh, no, boy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Doc Rivers trusting Paul George was it was a horrible decision. It was horrible. Not only Paul George. <laughs> and then I have a call out. Ooh. Oh, I, okay. I did not have a call out uh last time. I have a call out this time. Andy Dalton's teammates. Yeah. Oh yeah, get him. I'm calling yeah. you guys out. Look. John Bostick, former Colt. Dirty hit by Andy Dalton. Very dirty hit. Can custom and nobody, nobody, not a cowboy in sight, comes to help in defense of Andy Dalton. 
They should be ashamed of themselves. I don't care if you're getting blown out by the Washington football team. I don't care. That's your teammate. It's supposed to be your guy. You got to get out there. You got to throw some heads around. Practice like Dalton's a bad guy. You, no. And you know if it was Dak Prescott, they, they would have been all in there. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe they don't want a quarterback this season. I don't care if you're not winning. I don't care if bad look. I don't care if you don't even like Andy Dalton. That's your guy. That's your teammate. You got to get in there. Dirty hit like that. You got to stand up for him. They don't want a quarterback this season. I mean, look back on uh, when Alonzo smashed uh, Flacco into the ground a couple years ago. It was almost a brawl. Yeah, as it should. Flacco wasn't playing well, and they were ready to die for him. So, I don't get it. Dallas Cowboys, I'm calling you out. No team integrity. No courage, quite frankly. Not only do y'all suck as a team, but y'all suck as teammates. Yeah, that just tells me the locker room sucks. That's what that Indeed. Indeed. So, Jerry Jones, time to pay somebody else. It's horrible. It's horrible. Jerry Jones, time to retire. Man, yeah, I, right. Yeah, right. I, I've been saying that, but that would have never happened. No, no, no. Uh, well, guys, another great show in the books. Another great one tonight. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Amazing as always. Love being on. And, and you know, we gotta we gotta plug the other network shows. You know, we we gotta do it. We gotta do it. We got the we got the running hook with Alex Burr. He's going to get you handled the basketball offseason and NBA draft coming up in less than a month. So he's going to be covering that, I'm sure. Win Sanity with Caleb Lynn, him and Bryce. Yeah, yeah. Co-hosting with them, NFL coverage. Have a great time, man. And then Caleb has his monologues uh, with, the, with the occasional guest uh, middle of the week to kind of pr- give you a preview of the games coming up uh, the next week. So Amazing. Yeah, check those out. Check those episodes out. Uh, then we got Top Triple Option Pass with Ryan Gregory and Devin Voss. We're gonna get your get your preview Great guys. this weekend. Great, Great guys. guys. Hey, hey, we got to plug facts and stats for Mr. JD Hall, of course. Facts oh. and stats, baby, JD. Yeah, thank yep. you. Thank Take you. a listen thank to you. that. Hey, we got to plug Zach's. Uh, you got two podcasts going here. Well, you got a uh, uh, Circle yeah. City Cinema. Him and Bredis. Brett yep. Sexton. Me and Brett Sexton. What's, uh, what's the latest uh, coming out here? What so, got? we've got Circle City Cinema. We've got uh, we just had the Shiny Rosemary's Baby come out. That yeah, was yeah. That was a fun. Episode. That'll keep you up at night. And hey, I believe. Uh, oh, go ahead. I believe next for the final episode of our Halloween series, we're gonna do Psycho and Get Out. Ah. Ooh. Ah. Sorry. Hey, uh, why, why don't you plug? Uh, why don't you plug your uh, crime podcast too? Yeah, partners in crime. Me and Brett. Uh, it's my uncle Bill's show. We go on with him. Just interviewed a real life gangster. Yeah, tell us about that, Zach. Ori Spado. Yeah, so Ori Spado is uh, a fixer. He's officially an insurance salesman, but uh, he's a Hollywood fixer. If you got a problem, you go to him. He can get you a lawyer. Uh, there's a famous story. Uh, Naomi Campbell, who's a model and uh, actress, she had a stalker for like uh, a few months, and she went to Ori for some help. 
or he sent some guys to his house and she was never stalked again. Stalked again. <laughs> <laughs> helped, uh, he helped Suge Knight get his money. He helped Suge Knight get his money. Uh, he knew Haitian Jack. So <laughs> he, he knew some people. He had uh, dinners with Frank Sinatra. So he's a, he, he got around. Or he's Spado. So check that episode out. That was a fun one. We talked to him for about two and a half hours. So that was that was great. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff coming from you guys particularly. So a lot of good content to listen to. You'll be busy for a while if you tune in. Yeah. And as always, thank you listeners for tuning in.